Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. looking around the San Siro from the press box and I don't know if you guys can even hear me here but I know the capacity has increased to 75% but looking around it doesn't feel like there's any limitations on the the, peak, the bit above Inter's Curva North is empty as it would always be every other part of the stadium is open and it feels like we're just back to normal we've been creeping edging back towards it over the last few months but with Bologna Milan last week Verona Juve yesterday and now this Inter Udinese Stadio Giuseppe Meazza it feels like we're back it really feels like normality is is here and it's hard to express just how nice that feels sitting here for the first time since February 19th, 2020 at that game which was an atomic bomb in the spread of COVID to be here again, just listen to this we've missed those sounds but they're back and it's hard not to feel just a little bit emotional being you get swept along with it. That every 
noise, every chant, every goal, it carries you in a way that it didn't quite before. It's brilliant. Brilliant to be back. It's been a quiet enough first half an hour, I mean, on the pitch at least. Inter, I mean, they've not quite been at it. Nicola Barella is just an outstanding footballer. It's, it's difficult not to get lost just watching him and taking a look at his every step. He's had, I think, four or five shots himself. I don't think Inter have had one more that he hasn't taken. Once he got through the centre, but poked an effort right at Marco Silvestri. He probably should have done better with that. He's had a few from outside of the box. Udinese started well, but I mean, you wouldn't know it. They've got a, a, a small pocket of travelling fans up there to my right. And they're making a little bit of noise, but the only time you can hear them is when the Inter fans stop for a breath. And I'm sure you can hear. There's only one set of supporters being heard at the moment, but we're half an hour in, it's still scoreless. Udinese will probably be the happier of the two sides, but Inter have been progressively turning the screw and tightening things just that little bit. Don't be surprised if Nicola Barella is to have a hand in anything that Inter do well. Half time in a game of very few chances, Inter did start turning the screw as the half went on and they did definitely look like they were going to be the, the side most most likely to score. Didn't come. Udinese have are not, I wouldn't even go as far as to say threatened, but in the early minutes they looked like they might cause some problems and then they had a free kick towards the end of the half and half time whistle went when they had just been given a corner that they never got the chance to take. So they're looking to hit Inter on very direct breaks with basically just long balls over the top to Beto, who's trying his best to wrestle away and get some space away from Andrea Ranocchia. But Inter well on top, as you'd expect. It's something that Simone Inzaghi will look to address at the break, you'd imagine, because when they go into the final third, they don't have an awful lot in the way of movement. It's a bit stale. Barella and Denzel Dumfries aside, there's not a lot of action going on up there. Dzeko's movement has been quite clever in that he's trying to make space for others to exploit. Correa, largely anonymous so far. And it's a game that you get the impression it needs some change for Inter to get any joy against his Udinese defence. But another 45 minutes to come. We'll see what happens.
I don't think you need me to tell you what's just happened. Inter have scored. Joaquin Correa's got the goal, having done absolutely nothing until then, but it was a lovely, lovely goal. He got the ball out on the left, cut in, weaved his way into the box and then thumped one in at Marco Silvestri's near post. A really nicely taken shot after a amazing run into the box as well. Inter deservedly lead. I was just starting to look down towards the touchline where Federico Di Marco, Arturo Vidal, Lautaro Martinez, looks to be Stefano Sensi as well, warming up. And I was thinking that Correa's time is up, but he might have just bought himself a few more minutes on the pitch there.
was a brief burst of excitement. It's 2 0 now, by the way. Correa got another, but as Lautaro Martinez stepped out to get ready to come onto the pitch, and then another one as Stefano Sensi's joined them, so they're just waiting. Udinese have just, Udinese have just landed a shot on the top of the crossbar, but here come the subs now. Increase in volume that you probably heard there was just as Nicolo Barella stepped off the pitch to be replaced by Sensi. A big show of appreciation for Barella on what he did. He was excellent the first half, particularly. But yeah, Lautaro and Sensi on now. Jacko off, Barella off. Inter 10 minutes away from a comfortable 2 0 win in the end. It was scoreless after an hour, and then Correa played football for eight minutes, scored twice, and it's it looks like it's game over. That You'd imagine they'll just see things out from here. to any Milan fans listening Sabrina you're the only patriot I know who is a Milan fan so apologies for that but three comfortable enough points for Inter at the Miazza today slow start Udinese looked like they might cause some trouble but really once that was passed through there was only really going to be one outcome here Inter got the win I'll just let you soak up some of the post-match sounds now
there you have it. Comfortable. I'm sure you can hear me a little bit better now. But an enjoyable day out, I'm sure, for most of the Nerathuri supporters here. And purely selfish reasons, a very enjoyable day out for, for me too. It's nice to be back at the Miata. It's always special when you come here. You know, the, the last time I was here was that day, February 19th. You know, people have called it an atomic bomb since. Atalanta Valencia, we know what happened since, particularly in Bergamo. It's good to be back, though. Feels feels like the last 20-odd months haven't really happened, though. It, just, it was almost second nature getting back here, you know, doing the same walk, coming up into the press area. A little bit different than that. The food is now left for us in the press box rather than downstairs in the press room, but it's good to be back. A good win for Inter. Important three points. Very important three points. Udinese are... They'll probably stay up again this season, but it won't be through doing anything productive or impressive. It'll just be by existing and picking up enough points against the other poor teams in Serie A. But everybody who listens to the podcast regularly will know my thoughts on that club, so <laughs> I probably don't need to, to go into that again. But people are filtering out of the San Siro now, so I better go, leave you there. Do let us know what you thought of this podcast, because it's something that with us being in Italy maybe we could look to do a little bit more of to get you guys back into the Serie A stadiums with us and give you that little bit of an appetite to get back out here which I'm sure most of you already have I'd say a lot of you have probably planned trips to get out to Italy before too much longer has passed but yeah let us know what you think if you're not listening to this on Patreon head over to patreon.com slash Forza Italian football sign up for two euro five euro ten euro a month and get content like this more regularly so thanks for listening guys hope you enjoyed it i'll speak to you soon Italian.